Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I got to tell you, this this is a story that I think is extremely important, and that's why I'm, I'm glad we could cover this on the program today. Uh, but it was a little surprising to some people as I was talking to some folks in the newsroom about this because they thought this was already in place. Uh, and that was a, a, a ban, a national ban, that is, on conversion therapy. Now, thousands of Canadians are pressing the federal government for a national ban. There is a petition that's uh, going to be presented to the House of Commons later on that has, uh, last count I saw, about 2,500 signatures on it already. And uh, it's a move to get something done that I think should have been done an awfully long time ago. Uh, the creator of the petition is Devin Hargreaves, uh, who is co-president of the Why Queer Society for Change, and uh, he joins us on the Bill Keller Show to talk about this. Devin, thank you so much for the time. It's great to have you with us today. Yeah, thanks so much for, for having me on and for helping to, to shed a bit of light on this uh, this important topic. Well, and, and and to my point from just a couple of seconds ago, I, I, I was surprised, and, and some of the f- folks I was talking about this in the newsroom today were surprised because they said, oh, well, that's already banned, isn't it? And I said, no, th- there are provincial bans in place, but there is no federal ban at this stage, is there? No, there's not. And actually, I've been campaigning to, to have conversion therapy banned for, for quite some time. I've worked uh, very closely even on this petition with Jen Takahashi from Alperg uh, here, in, here in Alberta. And that's been the biggest question that's, that's come up. It's why are you fighting for something that already exists? And then people find out that it is still legal and just the, the shock on their face to, to see that. So that's uh, a completely relevant uh, response, and uh, I think it's just a matter of raising awareness that it is still out there and it is still going on. Maybe we should uh, step back just a second, and maybe for those who may not have a clear picture of what we're talking about, maybe you could just explain uh, the term conversion therapy and what that entails. Yeah, conversion therapy is also sometimes called reparative therapy. Uh, it's the pseudoscientific practice, essentially, of trying to change someone from being queer. Um, and by queer, uh, I mean a member of the LGBTQ2 plus spectrum, uh, to being heterosexual. And that's based inherently in the belief that it is somehow wrong or or incorrect or sometimes sinful to to identify as such. But being a member of the the queer spectrum is not uh, a mental issue anymore. It's not a mental health uh, thing. It's not a disease. Uh, and it's 2018. It's time that that's accepted and uh, conversion therapy can take its place elsewhere and, and not in Canada. Historically, the LGBTQ community have gone through a great deal of persecution uh, over the years. Uh, some of it actually, uh, as I say, very physical imprisonment at one time. It used to be illegal. Uh, there was chemical castration, of course, which uh, I, those that ever saw the movie The Imitation Game about Alan Turing. Uh, are aware of that, uh, that uh, we like to think that here in 2018 we've progressed beyond that, but the fact that this still exists uh, tells us we have a ways to go yet. Definitely, and I, I don't think it's so much a matter of chemical castration or lobotomies anymore. It's still a harmful practice that does affect um, uh, queer individuals, uh, both psychologically, mentally, and uh, emo- emotionally, and, and sometimes physically. Uh, so what we're campaigning for uh, and and some people have asked why I'm not campaigning for an, an all-out ban on it, is we're campaigning to, to ban conversion therapy for minors. If someone as, a, as an adult does want to seek treatment because they, they would rather not identify that way, I am opposed to that, but as long as you're not doing harm to anyone else, that would be, would be your own prerogative. And that's another big question that, uh, that gets posed is, well, what about uh, what about people who want to do it? By all means, do it. Don't force that belief on a, on a minor. 
But the other side of that coin is don't force people that uh, that are comfortable with what they are, notwithstanding some of the societal pressures that may exist because of that. Uh, th- th- you don't tell them you've made a bad decision. That seems to be the underlying pretext to this, isn't it? Yeah, it's let, live and let live, and uh, let's uh, get some legislation in place to protect our, our minors who don't necessarily legally have that voice to speak up for themselves. Uh, because this is not always done, well, for many cases, it's not done, uh, you know, with, with the consent of the individual. They're basically being told that, look, at you're, you're wrong, uh, we need to fix you. And, and, and that, the, the very fact that that exists and that mindset exists uh, is, is somewhat troubling. Yeah, that's exactly what we're, we're fighting against. So talk to us about the process. How did you get involved in this? And, and, and obviously you've got very strong feelings about that, a great deal of passion for this, Devon, but at the same time, uh, it uh, it's 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 a brave thing and a brave move for somebody to say I'm gonna I'm gonna be proactive on this I'm I'm gonna organize I want to get people behind me on this. Definitely. Well, uh, actually, it was once again uh, Jen Takahashi from Alpert, which for those of you tuning in is the Lethbridge um, Public Interest Research Group uh, out of Lethbridge, Alberta, uh, had started a campaign to have it banned uh, provincially here in Alberta. Uh, so I partnered with her on that. We we fought for that for about a year and a half. Uh, it did seem likely that a uh, private member's bill was coming out for that here. And what do you do then? It's, we have a majority government here. Um, I would, would really hope that they can pass that. Uh, but in all our time and meeting and consultation with our, our MLA and, and things like that, they always said that there's this... Uh, this limit on uh, a provincial ban. It's not criminalized, so it can still happen. They can just regulate essentially how it can or cannot happen. Um, so with that came the push to, to have it added to the criminal code to make it something that is enforceable on a, on a federal level. Uh, and, uh, and that's where that came from. And I've always been a firm believer of uh, if you want something done, get out there and do it. Don't wait for someone else to do it. It, it, the, the the legislation that's being proposed here right now, uh, some are suggesting that look at the the onus should be on the people that are actually uh, presenting these programs and and supporting these programs. Uh, and and I know that that's a, a bit of a controversial thing. There are some people that are wondering about the focus, but the idea of a ban in general, I mean, I, I think is that that's the main thrust of what you're suggesting here. I mean, the other the other things are details that can be worked out. Exactly. And the, the thing with regulating it for um, providers or, or psychologists or things like that, it still does leave that, uh, that religious loophole um, of, of perhaps non-accredited individuals providing these services, which is why we want an actual ban on conversion therapy itself. We want conversion therapy for minors in Canada criminalized, uh, and, uh, and then that way that gets the all-encompassing protections in place instead of just driving it further underground. Let me talk, if I could, for a couple of minutes uh, with you, Devin, about about the impact, about those that have gone through the therapy and, and the psychological damage that this can do to somebody. Yeah, it's uh, it's traumatic. Uh, and, and at that young age, when you're discovering who you are, to be told that how you uh, identify and how you feel is, is wrong, um, definitely causes trauma. It causes... Um, in some cases, uh, suicidal uh, tendencies, things like that. Um, uh, one individual I, I was aware of ended up in the psychiatric ward after attempting suicide, after being told that um, being trans their, their whole life was, was wrong and that it was a sin and they were going to hell. Um, and 
Yeah, it can can leave long-lasting results. Some people are able to, to overcome that, uh, and I, I really hope that anyone who has been subjected to this um, can get the support they need. They're for sure welcome to reach out to, to myself, to the White Rail Society for Change. We'll, we'll definitely do what we can to, to get them in touch with um, with, with the help that, that's needed. It's uh, and again, I think a revelation to a lot of folks that are listening to our conversation right now because this 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 whole idea of conversion therapy in 2018 seems somewhat counterproductive to a number of the other initiatives that have been enacted in different parts of the country right now about creating safe spaces, uh, about LGBTQ rights, uh, things of that nature. And you like to think that uh, okay, we've turned a corner on this, but the fact that this still exists uh, in in some parts of the country right now. Uh, is somewhat problematic, and and we mentioned off the top that there are some provincial bans that are in place right now. But uh, you're you're suggesting that they're not as strong as they could be. A federal ban uh, would be a much stronger uh, focus, I guess, to try to 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 create awareness about this, and and obviously have some some hard and fast penalties for those that perpetrate this. Exactly, and it's not a matter of the the provincial bans not being as hard as they can be. It's they as hard as they can be is still leaving a a, a gap in in those protections. Um, because you, uh, a provincial government, unfortunately, doesn't have the power to, uh, to completely criminalize something, which makes it less, uh, less enforceable. I, I was just looking at the law that was passed in Ontario. Ontario was the, the first province to pass this law, banning conversion therapy on LGBTQ children and uh, preventing medical practitioners from actually billing. That, this is how entrenched in the, in, in the system that this was at one point is that those who are actually carrying out conversion therapy here in Ontario are actually billing OHIP uh, because this was a considered to be a, 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 a medical practice. Uh, and that yeah. bill thankfully addressed that and, and said you can't do that anymore. Yeah, but then there you go. That, that is still leaving that gap, right, um, where non-medical professionals can still find, find loopholes with that. There was obviously an age uh, de- development to this too, and you've referenced it a couple of times here. Uh, th- this legislation, of course, is directed at, uh, at patients who are 18 years of age uh, and under, because obviously, oftentimes it would be the parents who would put their children into programs like this to try to quote unquote cure them. Uh, the fact that somebody over 18, uh, as an adult uh, legally, can make that decision, I think, addresses your point that that if somebody wants to, to have some sort of discussion or therapy. Uh, about uh, sexual orientation, that's that's fine. Nobody's saying you can't do that. This is forcible, forcible uh, conversion therapy that uh, that I think we need to address here. Yeah, you've you've nailed that right on the head. Um, that's that's exactly what we're saying. That's what we're campaigning for. As I said, personally, I'm opposed to it at, at all ages, but we're not going to tell people what they can or can't do over the age of 18, as long as it's not causing any harm to anyone else. So what's the process? Where are you in the process right now? You, you've got this petition uh, that's gaining an awful lot of, of momentum right now. Uh, what, what's the process? How do you get this before the, uh, the, the parliamentarians, and how do you get them to act on this? Um, the required number of signatures to have the petition presented in uh, Parliament is 500. Um, this, this did take off right off the bat. We broke that overnight on the first, uh, first night of the campaign being launched. Um, so it is getting uh, it is getting presented. Uh, at this point, we are looking for an, an MP to uh, to step forward and, and take on getting a, a bill in place to, to tackle this. Uh, this is a very nonpartisan project. We're willing to work with uh, any party or, or politician that's that's willing to do that. And and once that happens, in other words, somebody has to present this as as a, as a private member's bill. I would guess. 
uh, that has or to be a, or a government bill. Yeah. Uh, oh, with the, even better if it were a government bill. They seem to get a lot more uh, momentum behind them if it's a government member. Uh, that that can actually introduce this, and uh, then it goes through a committee process. So, uh, and there is a process, and I know that can be frustrating. But at least uh, if you get this moving and on the docket, uh, that that's got to be comforting. But there's a time sensitivity to this because we we know that there is going to be a, a, f- a federal election uh, in about a year's time, and you'd like to think that they can move this thing through the system and and pass this into law. Uh, before they break for that that election, because everything that's pending at that stage basically just goes off into the netherworld someplace. That is correct, definitely. The, the sooner we can get that uh, out, the, the better, uh, which is why we're working now um, behind the scenes to, to try to get something in place to, uh, to hopefully be presented shortly after the, uh, the petition's presented. Uh, we have not got a, a solid uh, on that yet, so if any MPs are listening right now, uh, send me a message and we'll be happy to work with you on it. Well, let me ask you about that. How can they get in touch with you? I, and by the way, there's a twofold for asking that. First of all, I'm sure there are some people listening right now that want to sign on to this petition, uh, and they need a web page where they can do that. But at the same time, you're looking for some political support here, too. Oh, definitely. Um, with that, uh, I can be emailed at uh, devonhargreaves at hotmail.ca. Uh, as far as the petition goes, uh, it is petition E1833 on the Our Commons website. Uh, so go to, to our comments, uh, pull up the petitions page, and uh, you can even just search conversion therapy, and it'll be right there. Uh, I want to congratulate you once again, Devin, on what you're doing here and the initiative that you're showing and the support that you're getting. Uh, the fact that you've got as many signatures as you have already indicates that obviously this is an idea whose time has come. Uh, and uh, the sooner we can get this thing done, I think the better off for everybody in this country. Uh, and uh, this is all about doing the right thing. And, and you'd like to think that uh, politicians can can set aside partisan and parochial differences and just simply say, let's do the right thing. Uh, not the first country to do this. I know Malta has banned this. A number of jurisdictions in the states have also banned this. Uh, we mentioned some provinces here have as well. So uh, this is, this is uh, an idea whose time has come, who's already starting to gain some momentum. And uh, I want to congratulate you once again for being the catalyst for it as far as uh, getting it done on a federal basis. And I I appreciate that once again. Thanks so much for having on. And it's not for, uh, it wouldn't be happening without the support of of tons of people before me and I'm sure tons after. So thanks everyone for for the support and getting involved. Listen, Devin, continue good luck. We'll follow this story and I know we'll be in touch in the future as this uh, hopefully rolls through the process. Sounds good. I'd always be happy to chat again. You betcha. Take care now. Devin Hargraves, the creator of the petition uh, and co-president of uh, Why Queer Society for Change. Uh, like I say, when I, I broached the subject this morning, some people were quite frankly surprised that uh, there was not a national uh, law banning uh, conversion therapy already. There isn't, and there should be. And uh, the sooner we can get involved and uh, get some political muscle behind this, I think the better off we as a society. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.